Faith, Hope and Love, episode 387, the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. Pray constantly, never lose hope. That's the ever-relevant message from our Lord. Meditate on the Word of God as a necessary nourishment for our faith. As I've mentioned previously, God always answers our prayers. Always. But sometimes, for reasons we cannot see with our limited human perspective, the answer to our prayers is sometimes a loving but firm no. But when we pray, God bends our minds and hearts to his will and keeps us close to him. He promises to be faithful to us and have the last word in everything. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now I will rest those ways Though somehow a part of me can say For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love For you will surely heed me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my words. Guard me as the apple of your eye. In the shadow of your wings protect me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Love and joy be with everyone on this 29th Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year C. It's also known as Mission Sunday. We've gathered to take time to reflect upon the meaning of God's Word in our everyday lives. 
and so, my friends in Christ, to worthily celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first acknowledge our sins. Lord Jesus, you were lifted up to draw all people to yourself. Lord, have mercy. You shouldered the cross to bear our suffering and sinfulness. Christ, have mercy. You open for your people the way from death into life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some men for us and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him, and fought with Amalek, while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hands, Israel prevailed, and whenever he lowered his hands, 
Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side, so his hands were steady until the sun set. And Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the sword. The Word of the Lord Our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. I lift up my eyes to the mountains, from where shall come my help? My help shall come from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. May he never allow you to stumble, let him sleep not your God. No, he sleeps not nor slumbers, Israel's God. The Lord is your guard and your shade, at your right side he stands. By day the sun shall not smite you, nor the moon in the night. The Lord will guard you from evil, he will guard your soul. The Lord will guard your going and coming, both now and for ever. Our help is from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that the one who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message, be persistent whether the time is favourable or unfavourable, convince, rebuke and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia The Word of God is living and active It probes the thoughts and motives of our heart. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 18, verses 1 to 8. Jesus told the disciples a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for any human being. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while the judge refused. But later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for any human being, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice, so that she will not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. Will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, God will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord Our Lord is encouraging us to keep trusting and hoping in Him, and always knowing and truly believing that, come what may, God wants only our good. Jesus wants us to go on continuing to trust in God and believing in God's goodness, and that God loves us like an unconditionally loving and doting parent, who wants to walk with us always in hope. And God asks us to keep praying for all that is good, God will be faithful to us now and into eternity. The second reading is great too. St. Paul reminds Timothy that the scriptures are excellent for leading a good life and are wonderful touchstones to the values that make up a good disciple. Every human insight, philosophy, value or worldview needs to be tested against the message and values of the scriptures, put under the spotlight of Christ's message. So it's really surprising and disappointing to read a recent survey conducted in Britain, which revealed that only a third of Catholics surveyed considered that the Bible is very important to their faith. That is an astounding and incomprehensible result, considering, as the second reading says today, the Bible is the foundation stone which holds the living word of God and which chronicles God's constant relationship with his beloved people. From the earliest times until the coming of Christ and his commissioning of disciples to continue his work through the power of the Holy Spirit. Just 34% of Catholics in the survey thought that the Bible is something extremely important to the Catholic faith. Astounding. And 41% are not sure where to begin with the Bible. Almost half, 45%, said they didn't have enough time to read the Bible. And the vast majority, 84%, said they encounter the Bible most when hearing it in church. More encouragingly, 53% of Catholics said they read the Bible daily. St. Paul reminds us the study of the scripture trains a person in integrity until that person is equipped for every good work. The study of scripture must never be selfish, must not just be for the good of a person's own soul. Any conversion which makes a person think of nothing but the fact that they themselves have been saved is not a true and full conversion, 
to the fullness of the gospel of the Lord. We study the scriptures so that we can be useful instruments of God, not only for ourselves, but for our brothers and sisters. And the first reading reminds us there are different types of action in the Christian community, including the field work, and also, just as importantly, the prayer and intercession work of so many, and also those who help lift up and support and sustain all who are praying and interceding too. So many different roles, all for the work of the kingdom. Christians understand that our salvation is caught up with the sense that we belong to a people of God, and that we are all to be passionate about the salvation of everyone around us as much as our own. In this week's Gospel, our Lord tells this parable not with the intention of comparing our Heavenly Father with a grasping and selfish judge, quite the contrary. Our Lord wishes to contrast God the Father with any earthly judges. The basic point is, if in the end even an unjust and greedy judge can be wearied into giving a poor widow justice, how much more will God, who is a loving father, give his children what they truly need? The irony of the gospel this weekend is that there's no need to keep repeating our requests as if we think God will be worn down and eventually give in to us just to get us out of his hair. No, God is love. God cares for us and our real needs. God hears us in our need and responds with love and compassion. If there are any delays in a response, it's not out of God's lack of care, or not from hearing us, or not because we didn't ask it enough. The interesting thing about this gospel is the judge in this parable is clearly not a Jewish judge. They had three judges to rule on a decision. So this was a Roman judge, often known for their corruption. They were known, to paraphrase another language and for ease of description, as judges of robbers. But the locals jokingly nicknamed them robber judges. You couldn't get justice unless you paid them a bribe or could do them a favour. The poor widow had no influence and no money. All she had was persistence, so she kept calling for justice. Repetitively, even a greedy and corrupt judge eventually gave in to her calls for justice, not because he cared, not because he respected God, but just to get rid of her. So God is going to hear our needs with love as soon as we ask them, and we can trust in that. Having said this, there's no reason why we should expect to get whatever we pray for. Our Lord constantly commends us to see God as a truly loving Father. We know that even the most loving of parents has to regretfully but lovingly refuse some requests from their children, even after persistence by a son or daughter, because the parent knows that what the child is asking would be not in their benefit. God's like that too. We don't know what's to happen in the next hour, let alone the next week or month or year. Only God sees the whole picture. And so only God knows what is good for us in the long run, in the big picture. That's why our Lord said we must never be discouraged in prayer. That's why he wondered if people's faith would stand the long delays because of the return of the Son of Man. However, we will never grow weary in prayer, and our faith will never falter us if we have offered to God our prayers and requests, 
And then if we add the perfect ending to every prayer, as shown by the example of Christ's own prayer life and teaching, by always ending every prayer with, However, not my will be done, O Lord, but yours. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We are people of prayer, prompted by God's word. We believe that our help shall come from the Lord, and so we pray. For all the members of the Church, that they may be opened to the message of the Scriptures. Lord, hear us. For judges and all who administer the law, that they may always act with justice. Lord, hear us. For all who feel that their prayers are never heard, that they may see what hope God's love holds for them. Lord, hear us. For all those who have asked for our prayers, that they will be comforted by our community's sharing of their burdens. Lord, hear us. For those who have gone to their eternal reward, that God will have mercy on them, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord, we ask you to hear our prayers. Teach us to keep in mind that we pray continually when we're united with Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, 
For through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant us, Lord, we pray, a sincere respect for your gifts, that through the purifying action of your grace we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith 
When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistants, Ken and Tim, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. 
May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Behold, the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, who hope in his merciful love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart. 
that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that benefiting from participation in heavenly things, we may be helped by what you give in this present age and prepared for the gifts that are eternal. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this time of prayer and reflection. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2022. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within, this day. I will arise, today I arise, today I arise, this day.